0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930
1: present The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, is good. From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan.
0: Welcome into the Wednesday, April 24th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I don't know where to begin. Yesterday was so awesome. If you're a sports fan... You had the love yesterday. Not only did we get great NBA action, and that's something hard for me to say. Great NBA playoff action. We got fantastic hockey last night. You know what? I'm going to start with the NBA. I'm going to say hockey for a little bit later on because I've got to acknowledge. I thought hockey was better, but the NBA made sure that I was paying attention. Social media was nuts yesterday as well because Damian Lillard just blew up. Exploded LeBron. Who I'm not missing that guy at all. Damian Lillard just went goofy. Portland Trail Blazers playoff record 50 points, including what was a sick looking 37 foot three pointer. 37 foot three pointer time expires. The Blazers win. 118-115, 118 to 115. They beat Oklahoma City, game five. They win the series. How about that? That was crazy, wasn't it? If you watch that game, you know what I'm talking about. You don't even need me to describe it to you. But that's the second longest field goal of his career. It was it was an amazing shot. Only player to make a game-winning buzzer beater to clinch a series over the last 15 postseasons. And you know what? He's had two. Got the franchise record, as I mentioned. Tied for second most points by a player that had a game-winning buzzer beater in the last 15 seasons. That's regular season or playoffs. He was 10 of 18 on three-point field goals. That's second most threes in a playoff game in NBA history. The Thunder, they lead by 15 with six minutes and 55 seconds left. They had won their last, get this, uh, the stat people we, we work with. They know, they know things. Again, led by 15, 6.55 left. And the Thunder had won their last 239 games when leading by 15-plus points with less than seven minutes to play. And that's regular season and playoffs. And you look at Russell Westbrook. He had a great night at 29 points, 11 rebounds, 14 assists, 10th career postseason triple-double. Now, Elias Sports Bureau, Note tied for fourth most in postseason history. And Russell Westbrook can't even get it done. And I know there's some on Russell right now, some hating on him. I get that. How far can you go with Russell Westbrook? But it just wasn't meant to be. Oklahoma City out again. And Damian Lillard decided, hey, we're, we're going to be the game you watch. You watch NBA basketball, you're going to watch us. Did anyone really care about these 76ers and the Nets? The Sixers win that series 4-1. Did anyone really care? I didn't care. I didn't care at all. Raptors beat the Magic 115-96 and, and win the series 4-1. And you got the Nuggets beating the Spurs 108-90. Nuggets lead that series 3-2. So that's what's going on in the NBA. And as exciting as that Trailblazers game was... And just watching Damian Lillard, my attention was elsewhere. Now, first, I was watching the Bruins and the Maple Leafs. Bruins win that series four three. That was fantastic. The Bruins are now fifteen and twelve all time in game sevens. Four and one versus the Maple Leafs, so they've got the Maple Leafs number. And I thought that was an enjoyable game. Uh, the Bruins have the most game seven wins in NHL history with fifteen. That's amazing. The Bruins also have their sixth consecutive playoff series win over the Maple Leafs. Toronto hasn't won a playoff series versus Boston since 1959. And the Bruins are also the first team in NHL history to eliminate the same opponent in seven games in the opening round in consecutive seasons. So, if you're a Maple Leafs fan right now, you were Canada's last hope to get a Stanley Cup, the first Canadian team to win a Stanley Cup in ever. Ever. And you got eliminated. You were it. You were the hope. Because the last time a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup, you got to go all the way back to 1993. And that is a vivid series for me because in 1993, it was the Montreal Canadiens and they were taking on the Los Angeles Kings. Why is that significant? Well, to me, it was significant because it was Wayne Gresky. He had come to LA, he had brought hockey to California, and there was a renewed energy. And they got into the finals, Stanley Cup finals, and the Kings lose that series 4-1. Now, I wasn't a Montreal Canadiens fan to begin with. Didn't like them. And so I want to apologize to the rest of Canada because I cursed the Canadians that night. And I think I should have been a little bit more specific. Because, again, I'm a Gretzky fan. That was my hero in hockey. And so I cursed the Canadians. So I'm going to officially take credit for Canada not getting a Stanley Cup Since 1993, not Canadian players, Canada, a team in Canada. It's me. It's all my fault. I'm the one. And you know what? I'm sorry, but that means the Montreal Canadiens haven't won a cup either since 1993. So I'm going to stand by that. But I understand. I feel your pain. I can't undo it. It's a curse. I can't do it. If I could figure out how to narrow that down a little bit, I would work that for you. But I digress. Hockey was fun last night because, again... The Bruins win that series 4-3. to They win that game 5-1. to And in that series, 13 different players had a goal. Six players had at least two. Uh, they were 7-16 on the power play. That's the second highest series percentage in team here, history. Uh, they were really effective in net those last couple of uh, games. The Maple Leafs are the first team in NHL history to lose three straight winner-take-all games to same opponent. Uh, you got to count 2013 and 2018. So they're the first team. Congratulations. Um, So now all three Canadian teams have been eliminated. The Maple Leafs haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. That's the last season before expansion. And the Maple Leafs have also lost six straight Game 7s on the road. Uh, The last win was in 1993, a division semifinal at Detroit. And with all of that, that wasn't the best game of the night no, you got to go to the West Coast. The West Coast was where it was all happening. In the NBA, West Coast was where it was happening. and the NHL, the West Coast was where it was happening. But we're going to hold that thought because coming up here in the next few minutes, I've got David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. We're going to talk about what's upcoming for the Power. Also, I'm going to try to avoid uh, most of his babbling about Survivor. I'm going to make fun of him once again in his fantasy league, and then I'm going to move on. We're going to actually talk sports with him. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, what happened in the playoffs last night when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Okay, I need to qualify this next segment before I put him on. David Cohn joining us from the West Virginia Power, and uh, we will talk about the West Virginia Power. And we're going to get into a lot of detail, talk a lot of sports, but I've got to first qualify this because um, David, last week on the program, we were joking around. Sometimes these segments get off the rails a little bit, and uh, he mentioned to me that uh, he is participating in Fantasy Survivor. He's watching the television show. Survivor in its 5,000th season. Uh, They've not run out of ideas yet, according to him. And so, you know, I play fantasy hockey. I'm playing fantasy baseball. I've played some fantasy football. He's playing fantasy Survivor. So I joked. I said, no, you're not. How do you do that? Um, I got a spreadsheet from him yesterday. It was the most horrifying document that I've ever seen. And uh, David Kahn now joins us on the program. Not horrifying in the fact that it was something that was offensive or just uh you know downright uh, you know repulsive to look at but it was just horrifying the detail on this uh are, are you, you could run a state government by the detail of the spreadsheet that's what scared me about you
1: well well thank you i'll take that as a compliment because i'm a very detailed person and i and i take everything i do very seriously including fantasy survivor uh this is actually the 8th season of survivor that i've done at fantasy survivor league and it's developed over the spreadsheet has developed since the first time we did it. So I'm pretty happy with where it's at right now.
0: How many people are playing this? And uh, I I thought it was a low number by, by your score sheet here.
1: No, it is. Yeah. It's only, it's only me and two other people right now. We have a few others that have gone in and out throughout the years, but, but we, there's a core three, the three that are playing this year that have really played throughout. But the thing about it is, it is kind of like the league is we have pretty serious punishment for the person that loses and the winner gets to pick the punishment. so, you know, we we, we, we kind of we make it worth your while to play the league. If you win, and if you lose, well, sorry.
0: Okay, uh, I, I'm not signing up. Sorry, just want to let you know that. Really.
1: I, I wasn't asking you to. But no, I no, mean, I'm
0: telling you, fine. don't ask. I'm, I'm not. ask i am am stopping you right there. Don't even ask. I, okay, I, this I frightens me. That um, that you Paul, put this. Paul,
1: would you like to talk hockey?
0: Um, we could do that. You know what? Let's talk West Virginia Power first because that's okay, your that's right. your expertise. And David Kahn's joining us is. from the West Virginia Power. He's on the Miller Lite phone line. Miller Lite hold true. Great taste. Only ninety six calories. And I could have used some Miller Lite yesterday after looking at that spreadsheet. But uh, do you put <laughs> you put that much effort into Fantasy Survivor? What are your? I'm kind of curious now. I, I want to one time see what your uh, your spotting boards look like because those better be even more detailed. Just what I saw from um, yeah, your fantasy. My spotting,
1: my spotting boards are kind of ridiculous, honestly. Uh, so it, <laughs> it's it's kind of amazing how much detail I try and put into those spotting boards. I think I put too much detail into those.
0: No, sir. Uh, no, sir. Honest. I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot put too much detail. That I respect Before for. Now, if this... If this fantasy survivor spreadsheet is just an outlet for you to test out new things and then work in the, into the spotting board, and then I'm going to forgive the, a lot of this because um, that sure, was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, Paul, I will email you my spotting board. The ones I put the most detail into are my basketball ones. So I'll email you the one I did for the West Virginia Women's Basketball Tournament when they went to the Bahamas this year, and I went and covered it. Um. Them and you'll see how much detail I kind of put into
0: those. Okay, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, this, of course, uh, this, right. these are things that broadcasters get into spotting boards, charts like this. this Indeed, is, uh, this is arts and crafts for us, but uh, yes, hey, you're in the middle of a home series, you're not going to actually get to watch Survivor tonight because uh, tonight you got the Columbus. We're well, not going to watch it live, okay? You're going to watch it delayed,
1: yes, correct,
0: okay, fair enough. And uh, first yes. priority is going to be the Columbia Fireflies. Uh, Say Columbus, but the Columbia Fireflies seven o five coming up tonight, and then you've got a four game set with the Asheville Tourists. Uh, how will the power looks so far in the homestand, in your opinion?
1: They look great. I mean, two two really phenomenal games. A shutout on Monday night of the Columbia Fireflies five nothing. Clay Chandler another great start for him, and then Ryan Edmond took a no hitter into the sixth inning yesterday. We actually carried it into the seventh, and then they let off with a single and a home run. But at that point, it was 8 nothing already, so we kind of shrugged our shoulders there. Um, so uh, the Power won 10-3 yesterday. They've scored five runs or more in seven straight games. Uh, the offense really working. The pitching staff has been phenomenal, especially the starting rotation. This team's on a roll right now. Unfortunately, Delmarva and Hickory won't go away. So uh, we have to keep winning and keep pace with them.
0: I guess the good news is, though, you've got something you can chase, and uh, it's sometimes more fun to be the hunter. You want to eventually be the team that everyone's hunting, but uh, I find sometimes uh, it's easier to be in the hunting position for a while until it matters the most.
1: Absolutely. I agree completely with that, and right now, you know, Marva has everybody nipping at their heels. We're the one of the ones nipping at the heels, so we want to get, you know, keep pace. And we have a three-game series with them here at Appalachian Power Park right before the All-Star break hits. That if that series could be very pivotal in terms of deciding who goes to the postseason.
0: We'll turn our attention to Asheville. Of course, you got the game tonight, and then you look ahead to Asheville four-game set with the Taurus. Uh, this is an opponent that I think uh, Power fans should be familiar with for a long while now. Uh, what's going on with Asheville this season? I haven't uh, kept up much with them.
1: Yeah, so they're kind of back and forth. It's a little weird. The Rockies are always a very typical, like, kind of rough pitching, really hot hitting lineup, and and this year is no different. You guys like Willie MacGyver and Will Golson, who are just really tearing the the cover off the ball, but their pitching staff's not really anything to write home about. They have a couple of good arms in their system, but like the Colorado Rockies and their, you know, their home run heavy park, uh, it really a lot of the guys are just major offensive power guys, and and you, you hope that the pitching can hold you over and, and you can outslug everybody. Now, uh, the power really, you know, bruised them in their first game in Asheville last weekend. Asheville got the better of us in Game 2 with a late comeback. Game 3, we were up 6 nothing when it got suspended. So right now, I think we're the better team uh, in terms of us versus Asheville on paper. But, I mean, hey, that's why you play the games on the field. But I think it's a favorable matchup for us going in against Asheville this weekend.
0: Plus, you get the home stand, and um, you don't have to worry about travel. They're the ones that have to travel, so that's always the advantage there. And uh, it seems like the home stand has uh, done a, a bit of good for this power team. Not that they really needed much of a boost, but hmm. it definitely uh, has helped to have such a long-standing series so far.
1: Absolutely, we're seven and one at home. We're going for our second consecutive series sweep uh, here at Appalachian Power Park. It'll be our seventh straight home victory. Uh, the home fans have been phenomenal. They've really embraced this team and, and all the players are saying are really just, you know, so thankful for the for the fan support they've gotten and, and they want more.
0: And again, I know we've touched on this, but that's the important thing for me is that the fans have embraced this uh, new uh, partnership. With the new parent club, you lose the Pirates. I know we've gone over this before, but the that's the thing that's been uh, I think pretty amazing for me is uh, you've still been able to keep the core fan base. The fan base is really showing up, supporting this, and um, making this more about West Virginia Power baseball than the farm team's uh, parent club.
1: Absolutely, and, and the fan base has really embraced that method. Like you said, you know they are they are realizing very quickly that this is still the power. This is still you know nothing to that degree has changed it's just a brand new group of players that happen to be Mariners guys instead of power guys. But other than that, you know, there's really no difference.
0: How has this worked as far as so far, uh, the system of getting players to and from different teams, uh, moving up, moving down. How has that worked so far with the power?
1: You know, it just kind of is a, a, a little bit of a, of a more extensive, uh, connection to get someone either to Arizona or to Modesto from us. But, uh, we've made it work. I mean, that's why, you know, air travel is common and we have an airport. And we, you know, we just get them on the best flight they can get. And same thing for players coming into here. Um, it's just, you know, get them on the fl- best flight they can get to and, and get them out of here and, uh, as quick as they can. We, we get them in. So, uh, it's, it you know it's it's worked okay. There's been a little a few hiccups, but nothing nothing we couldn't handle and nothing we couldn't uh, you know manage pretty efficiently.
0: Nothing that's really impacted the game operations, the flow. No, of the game, not at the all. The fact that no. okay we're expecting someone, he's not here yet, and yeah, you, know, you right. really had those hiccups. So i was just kind no. of curious how that aspect has started to work because you know with minor league baseball, you're going to have so much movement to and from, back and forth, and it's it always fascinates me how you see franchises that have their farm teams at far-flung destinations and how that works for them.
1: Yeah, so we've had a few roster moves, got a couple more today, but most of the guys really that we've gotten are coming from extended spring training in Arizona, so it's a little bit different. Uh, We've sent one guy to Modesto, and we actually just had a guy get traded today to Baltimore. Um, So we've had a few more than I thought we would early on in the season, but mostly it's been because we've had guys get injured. Um, or traded that we would need to have a transaction it hasn't really been anybody that's kind of been forced into a transaction it's more or people it's really been everything forced into a transaction not necessarily us saying hey let's make a move
0: david Collins, my guest from the west virginia power now um i get the game notes and i open them up and i'm sitting here going okay no davis made a mistake." He has sent nope. me game notes that say Charleston Wheelers, and uh, I'm sitting there thinking, no, he's made a mistake. He's grabbed the wrong, he's got an archive file somewhere. No, the uh, <laughs> no, you're not making a mistake here. Um, the uh, the Wheelers are I'm returning. Not.
1: Yes, it is Wheelers Wednesday, uh, something we hope to do every Wednesday home game of the season, uh, night games at least. Um, we're starting it tonight. The Power will be wearing Charleston Wheelers jerseys, Uh, I am actually wearing a Wheeler's hat as we speak, and I'll be wearing it during the broadcast tonight. Um, And we are uh, turning back the clock. Wheeler's Wednesdays, that's why the game notes are the Charleston Wheeler's game notes. Uh, If you look inside the game notes, the bullpen is called the Wheeler's Winders. Uh, The hitters are called the Wheeler's Whackers. Um, And we're going going all out, Paul, as you know I always do. It, It is Wheeler's Wednesday, and we hope that it becomes a continuous thing throughout this year and many years to come.
0: Now you're not just surprising the fans with it they knew ahead of time this is Wheeler's Wednesday because that this is the first time I've seen it so it's they, a surprise they to me
1: we they did not know that this is coming uh we we mentioned it briefly. uh we did not ever really promote it because we weren't sure it was going to happen and we confirmed it today and and kind of a nice little surprise to the fans. All
0: right, how the uniforms really look you know did you get the all the details everything in place or are they pretty? they look
1: great? Caps, they look great. They're the same. Uni- they're the same. U- they're, yep. Cap, they're, well. We don't. We are not wearing the Wheelers caps. Just the jerseys for now. Okay. Um. So. So the uh, the jerseys look great. Uh, everything looks as, just as it did back in the '90s, when we were the Wheelers. Um, we have the same uniforms. We reordered them for this year, and, and they look they look top notch.
0: Don't do alley cats. Just whatever you do. I'm just I'm just telling you.
1: Um. We have Wheelers and Charlie's jerseys. We don't have alley cats.
0: Okay. Good. Just I'm adding my voice of dissent now. Did not like that period of time in Charleston baseball.
1: And I'm just uh, Duly noted.
0: I'm just voicing not that my voice that matters in Charleston baseball.
1: You won't you won't you won't have to worry, Paul. It's only Charlie's and Wheelers.
0: Okay, so um how many people have caught on to this and uh, what's been the reaction so far?
1: To the Wheeler's jerseys?
0: Yeah, I mean, how many people, you know, because you said the game think notes has, out. I don't, I, don't
1: you, think, I don't think people have caught on yet. Really? Which is really which is fun, because we posted our lineup graphics that have Wheeler's on them. I don't think anybody knows that we're actually wearing jerseys tonight. Okay. So, yeah, well, it's going to be a fun surprise when the team comes out in the Wheeler's jerseys and everyone in the ballpark. Because It's also Pets in the Park night tonight. Um, so everyone's going to be in the ballpark, and they're going to see the jerseys, and they're going to go, oh, look at that. So we're, we're trying to keep it on the down low a little bit, but, but uh, it's definitely happening.
0: All right, lots of swag to be bought as well. I'm sure I can get my replica stuff.
1: Yeah, indeed, indeed.
0: David Kahn's joining us from the West Virginia Power. Of course, you mentioned pets in the park, and that's a baseball thing. I don't know where that originated from, but that's a thing now. You can take your dog to the park. That's still a thing. Yes, you
1: can. Yep, dogs, pets, uh, dogs, cats. You know, if you have a snake and you want to control it the entire time, bring it there. Uh, if you have a, uh, if you want to bring your uh, – your, are you a Game of Thrones fan, Paul?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. If
1: you want to bring your dire wolf to the to the park, you can you can do that. If you want to bring your your giant dragon, as long as it's on a leash, you know that's fine. Uh, you know, whatever you want to bring is, is fine as long as you you're able to uh, control it and you pay three dollars. All the proceeds from those pet passes go to animal related charities too.
0: David Con's my guest from the West Virginia Power. The power in action tonight. I should say the Charleston Wheelers in action mm-hmm. tonight. Um, it is a Wheelers Wednesday, a new thing. Uh, they, of course, uh, will be surprising everyone. And uh, to your point a minute ago, you can bring your uh, your direwolf. Uh, why aren't you doing fantasy Game of Thrones? Why aren't you doing that?
1: Well, if you'd like to set it up, I'd happily be. Well, impressed. we only
0: have four episodes left. What's the point? What's the point?
1: <laughs> That's true. That is very true. But it's been a great season so far. I'm, I'm very excited for next week.
0: See, we, we could have been talking about that. Not not Survivor, this tired old show. We could have been talking about the cultural event of uh of our generation, the final four episodes of Game of Thrones. Bigger than breaking bad, bigger than you know, anything here. We, you, we, could talk we can about talk
1: that. about that. We can talk about that whenever you want.
0: Well, I don't want to spoil anything for one.
1: That's a key What do you mean? Do you
0: I don't want to spoil well, well, for, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody.
1: Oh well, look—they should watch.
0: Okay, I mean there's there are people still. I mean I've got people in the in the building here who have finally just caught up and are binge watching this here. So um,
1: I have people who I have people in this office who have not watched a single episode. So trust me, I get it.
0: Okay, I know a couple of those people as well. But uh, yeah. we're getting more people on board. So uh, basically, in the next episode of Game of Thrones, everyone's going to die.
1: I, that's what it looks like. I mean, you know, you, you had the whole setup where. Uh, finally, you know, uh, 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 Danny and John have their you know big revelation that they're related, and that John is now the you know the heir to the Iron Throne. And Danny gets all mad, and then the battle begins, and you just left with the battle right at its pinnacle, right, ready to start, and that's where next episode's going to pick up. So I would assume I'm I'm guessing like three or four people are going to die.
0: Three or four, okay, that's uh that's your odds right now. Um, here's your yep. here's your task. I'm going to give you a day. Here's your task. Um, okay. I want you to come up with um, a score sheet with all the characters that are going to be in that battle. Let's come up with a score sheet so we can just check oh. it off at home. You know Who lived? Who died? Just, you know, everybody's oh, left. Can boy. you do that? Is that is that David Kahn material?
1: Uh, I'll see if I can create time to do that. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see.
0: All right. David Kahn, our guest from the West Virginia Power. He's prepped himself for hockey. What hockey did you watch, or did you just read about it last night?
1: Well, so I, I am a Boston sports fan okay. by, by family. by family. So, so I know that the Bruins beat the Maple Leafs in Game 7 yesterday to move on in the series. They're playing the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yep. And I know that the San Jose Sharks beat the Vegas Golden Knights in overtime yesterday. So they win the series in Game 7, and there's one game tonight Hurricanes and Capitals game 7 for all the marbles. So I know that much. And I know that I know Nashville lost to Dallas. Uh, that's right, right? Nashville lost to Dallas. You are correct. Okay. And I'm trying to think of the other ones that I know. Uh, let's see. The Islanders beat the Penguins. Still correct? Okay. Uh did Saint Louis beat Winnipeg?
0: There you go. There you go.
1: And Calgary beat Colorado.
0: Incorrect. It was Colorado Don't that hurt. beat Calgary. You, ah, you missed one. All right,
1: I went. I went. I went seven for eight. Okay. I mean, I think that's pretty good.
0: That's pretty good. Now, if you looked at my bracket with the fantasy hockey that I was playing, uh, well, the pick them <laughs> on uh, NHL.com.
1: It was much worse.
0: <laughs> uh, it, let's put it this way: the bloodshed will be reminiscent of the Game of Thrones episode we're about to watch. Oh,
1: oh, I like it. Yeah, but, I like it. Okay, uh, I was. I thought.
0: I thought it was funny that the um, that the NHL and NBC was promoting. Hey, uh, there's a second chance bracket, and they were promoting it heavy.
1: Yeah, because they realized that everybody uh, went to Fluey.
0: Yeah, uh, I lost Tampa Bay. I lost Calgary. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, so um I'll have to let's put it this way. You you want to see what my bracket looks like here? Sure. Okay. All right. I um I had Tampa Bay beating Columbus, didn't happen. I did have Boston Oops. beating um Toronto, got that right. Uh I've well, got that was wa- a Yeah, I got Washington over Carolina that will be decided. Uh against my better judgment, I put the Penguins in against the Islanders, that didn't work out for me. Oops. Um I did have St. Louis beating Nashville. I'm sorry. Okay. I, ha- I have I have St. Louis beating Nashville in the second round, but I had St. Louis. I was going to say Nashville. Yeah, and right. Uh, I had St. Louis beating Winnipeg, so they're now um, they're good. And I uh, had uh, I had Nashville over Dallas against some better judgment, uh, but I did correctly oh. pick San Jose, and um, I had okay. cal- I had um, Calgary. But my Stanley Cup was Calgary and uh, Tampa Bay. Oh
1: boy. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, no, I, uh, that's okay. I did. I did not pick any teams, but hey, if the Bruins want to go win a, another Stanley Cup, their first since 2011, nah, I won't complain. Which, by the way, I do know that. So, um, Who'd you know, I, I keep Who up did they play? Who they play that the year? Uh, the ooh, uh, Vancouver.
0: Good. Uh, what was the result? What was the series?
1: Seven-game series, Bruins won.
0: Okay, good good man. Uh, what's the last Canadian team to win a Stanley Cup?
1: Uh, I actually think I know this you should um is it was it Montreal yes you know the year okay no I don't
0: uh 1993 you know the opponent do you know the opponent
1: no no shot no Uh, shot
0: (laughs) Wayne Gretzky's final appearance in the Stanley Cup final with the Los Angeles Kings
1: oh no kidding
0: okay I vividly remember that and then um after that after they beat uh, well that
1: that was the year before I was born okay
0: well okay yeah that makes sense you wouldn't remember that
1: yeah, I knew it was the Canadians because that's a, that's a common trivia question that I know. But, yeah, um, but I didn't know I didn't know the other stuff. That's why.
0: Do you realize that after uh, Canadians won against the Kings, that uh, I cursed the Canadians, but uh, I think I over cursed, and I was tr- really I was cursing the Montreal Canadians, and, and instead, um, whatever dark magic I was wielding that day, I hit all of Canada. <laughs> it's my fault. It's my fault. <laughs> I'm taking that. I'm owning that.
1: All right, all right, you own it, Paul, you own
0: it. I'm owning it. David Kunz, our guest from the West Virginia Power. Hey, you know, we actually got through this segment. We didn't get off the rails too much, Not not too much.
1: Well, we can't do it every week. Otherwise, people are going to be like, oh, here we go again. Exactly. On and on. Hey,
0: let me tell you right now, this show for the first few years when I came aboard with Woody Woodrum on this radio station, oh, we were off the rails every day. We would be right now uh, predicting who lives and dies in the Marvel movie, The Avengers, coming out tomorrow.
1: Oh, I cannot wait for Friday. Oh, man. Friday. That's going to be incredible. Friday.
0: (laughs) You're going Friday. That's funny.
1: Are you going tomorrow? You're
0: darn right I'm going tomorrow.
1: <laughs> well, I got a game, so Don't you let have an intern? Out.
0: Don't you have an intern? I mean yeah. that's that's uh that's what those 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 are for.
1: Yeah, well I gotta do some stuff. I can't give them everything. All
0: right, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh,
1: we have something. I'm going to try. I'm. I'm honestly planning on going Sunday, just to be totally off.
0: I'm surprised you're not going uh, after the game because they're going to sh- have a, a showing once every 30 minutes. It feels like at the movie theaters.
1: I, I unfortunately have post game stuff that I need to attend to.
0: All right. Fair enough. Game notes, all that stuff. I get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You want those classy game notes that I do every, you know, every day for you. It, it takes time.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, David Kahn's our guest from the West Virginia Power. I guess uh, we're going to talk about the movie next week. Uh, we'll talk more uh, yes. about hockey. We will talk
1: in depth about that movie.
0: Okay, and then we'll talk about how great the uh, the power were uh, this uh, week when we come back next Wednesday, I believe Wednesday.
1: That'll that'll be the, that'll be the highlight of the conversation. Yes.
0: Okay, we can do that, and then eventually right. one day soon we're going to actually take all this material and just move it over to our podcast Swan and Con.
1: Indeed, yeah. We need to work. We need to have a production meeting on that. Sample.
0: Yeah, we really do because that would save <laughs> that that would save some things here.
1: That that might. It sa- wouldn't would,
0: Yeah, that would help streamline this interview um, and and move that content over to a, a, people who want that content can go get it.
1: Right, right. But but don't tell me you don't look forward to uh, this, this twenty five minute interview that we have every, every once a week when we when we completely lose our mind,
0: David. I look forward to this every week. You're not only just a colleague. I, I, I'm starting to uh, consider you a real good friend. So, um, you, Oh, uh,
1: thank you. I am as well.
0: You, uh, you definitely are a, a highlight of my week, and uh, I, uh, I, trust me, uh, I enjoy these as much as uh, you do. I just can't vouch for anyone else enjoying these interviews as much, <laughs> as, much <laughs> well, as we do.
1: Well, I, I certainly hope that people are enjoying them. And if they're not, you know what, uh, tweet me and let me know what I can do better.
0: Tweet him, not me. I get enough of that. Yeah, tweet no, him. no, no. Leave,
1: leave Paul's DMs alone. Tweet me. Mine are full anyways of people telling me I'm terrible. So, yeah, don't at me, uh, man. You know. Just don't right, at me. Don't at me, bro. Don't at yeah, me, Yeah, don't at me.
0: David Kahn, my guest. West Virginia Power. Have a good game tonight. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Thanks, Paul.
0: See, we got through that. Not much survivor talk, thankfully. Uh, got some hockey in there as well. We'll continue on with today's edition of The Drive. ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We'll take a quick break here. Just enough time for me to talk about, well, what I was watching last night. and You know what that was, Game 7. Now, I liked the Sharks back in the day, and I I took a – I took a fun ride with the Vegas Golden Knights last year. They were a fun team. And for an expansion team to have uh, the success they've had early, I think that's great. And the NHL learned from that. And so Seattle, when they come into the NHL, probably won't have the same success. But uh, they've got themselves a nice little rivalry going with the uh, Sharks. Uh, I think it's one of the uh, most – let's put it this way. If you weren't watching, man, you're kicking yourself if you're a fan because – the Sharks were trailing 3-0 midway into the third period. And then the Sharks lose the captain, Joe Pivalski. And he got cross-checked. And it was... I don't know if you can really call it a cheap shot or not, but it's a cross-check for sure. So Cody Eakin cross-checks him from the Golden Knights. Officials have to look at it because Pivalski goes down. And... They don't call it initially a a major. They have to look at it because there's blood on the ice. You get knocked over and you're on the ice. You're bleeding. Okay, the officials get together and go, yeah, "Okay, you no, know, we got to do a misconduct here. We've got to do uh, a major." And the difference between a major and minor, for those who don't follow, is you know when the team goes on a power play, if they score while there's still power play time left, that power play time goes away. And so you get back to even strength. If it's five on four, and then you're on the power play. Now, if it's a major, you can score as long as you want. It's a five-minute major. You can score as long as you want if it's a major, and that's just what the Sharks did. The Sharks scored four goals in virtually four minutes. And then they took the lead four to three. Now, the Sharks... Had to go to overtime because the Knights did tie it up, force the overtime, and that's where the Sharks won. But really, playoff hockey, if you don't even care about hockey, you need to be watching playoff hockey. It is worth your time. And I'm starting to become actually a fan of the playoff structure. It wasn't in the past, but if you're getting matchups like this yearly, rivalries, because San Jose and Vegas, that's a thing for me now. I'm going to watch that game every time it's available. It's on TV. I'm going to watch that. We're going to take our final timeout. We'll come back and we'll wrap it up. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM
0: 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive for Wednesday, April 24th, 2019. For those of you in the future discovering this podcast 35 or 40 years from now, I'm your host, Paul Swan. We've got Pirates baseball coming up tonight. Taking on Arizona, you can catch that. 705 first pitch will go on the air at 640 right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 as the Pirates, I'll tell you what, Usually, uh, I would be excited for, oh, say, the Pirates playing Arizona because I would think it would be a win. No. Uh, the Pirates on a three-game lose streak. So, I'm kind of hoping they can get past this. Now, tomorrow, they're going to play a afternoon game. Twelve thirty-five is going to be our first pitch. We should be on the air tomorrow. If this thing goes in the extra innings, probably won't be, but... We should be good because first pitch is going to be 12:35 for the getaway game. Uh, so I'm not anticipating uh, the show not being on the air. But if it's off, you hear baseball, that's the reason why. Looking forward to uh, seeing if the Pirates can get to and then get uh, ready to go out to the West Coast to uh, take on the Dodgers. Uh, some late-night baseball coming up here in the next few days. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate every one of you being a part of the program. Don't forget, if you missed anything on the show, you want to go back and listen to a, a past episode, you want to go and listen to David Kahn's interview once again. and I can see why you want to do that. You can go and find us on the podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast is where you can find us. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good night, everyone.